You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Wednesday. I hope 2024 is off to a good start for you. In the past couple of days, we've said, well, what if we made our focus in this new year to grow our capacity to love people like Jesus loved people? It's biblical. First Corinthians 14, one says to make love our highest aim. It's going to be impactful because Jesus said that loving one another will help us uh, people identify us as his disciples. So love will improve our witness and improve our relationships. One way to make you know real improvements in your capacity to love is to locate your problem points. If we're struggling to love, if we'd like our love meters to read a little better, it helps if we can pinpoint some problem points. Now, let me get some real, real practical and tell you about one that trips me up the most. Number one for me is that sometimes I'm just running too fast. When, I, when I'm struggling to love my wife, kids, grandkids, the people I work with, or, or whomever, often it's because I'm just running at such a fast pace that I'm running on emotional fumes. And when, when we're drained physically, emotionally, spiritually, we're, we're more likely to be impatient, cranky, short-tempered, selfish, more likely to think of ourselves as more important than others. Years ago, I was running fast, overcommitted, and and Barbara and I decided to take our two youngest children, who I think were one and three at the time, with us on a trip to North Carolina. And I I don't know how many of you have ever flown across the country with small preschool-aged children, but it is not a pretty sight. We left after midnight on a red-eye flight in order to save money, and we were in the middle section of the middle of the plane on a flight that was completely filled, and we littered the plane with bottles and spilled milks and wipes and crayons and toys and goldfish crumbs. We were changing smelly diapers in the middle of the plane. We we were your worst traveling nightmare. We were exhausted trying to manage these kids in the middle of the night under difficult circumstances. And uh, so we started wondering, why did we bring them on this trip? (laughs) Why did we have them in the first place? And and I was at the end of a busy week. I was tired, and I was going to be speaking when we got to North Carolina about God's love. So (laughs) I thought, now I can stay awake and help Barbara with the kids, or I can take a snooze, and and, and maybe the kids will follow my example. So I, I chose the latter to go to sleep. That was not a wise choice. That was a choice I lived to regret. <laughs> the, the truth about love is that loving actions require energy. And that's why Jesus had regular times of rest, replenishment. He would get in a boat. He'd go to the other side of the lake to escape from the crush of the crowds and all the ministry demands and activities that the crowds required. One time Jesus went to sleep on the floor of a boat. If you've ever needed justification from Scripture for buying a boat, there it is right there. Guys, just tell your wives a boat would help you be more like Jesus. God knows we all need regular times of replenishment in our lives, and that's why he built it into our schedule from the very beginning of time. During the week of creation, for six days, God poured himself into his creation. However, after that point, he was not done creating. After six days of work, on the seventh day, God created a day of rest, a holy day, to restore our souls, renew our minds, reflect on God's goodness. Maybe after all that creative work, God was worn out and just said, thank me, it's Friday. (laughs) Or or, or, our all-powerful God, we know he never grows weary. 
The day of rest he created was intended to be an example for us. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do, like Jesus did throughout his ministry, is to rest. Replenish your physical, emotional, and spiritual tanks. Go go to bed earlier. Eat healthier. Get some exercise. Stay in shape. Put some breaks into your schedule. Take regular days off. It's part of God's plan. Use every single day of your vacation time to recharge your batteries. Don't leave it on the table. It's, it's also important to gather with other believers in spiritual environments on a weekly basis, like, like a worship service, so that your empty spiritual batteries also get a chance to be recharged. Make time in your schedule to spend time with God in prayer and reading His Word. Getting our batteries recharged is important because our emotional batteries, our, our spiritual batteries, as well as our physical batteries, they just get drained if we're, if, if we're not taking care of ourselves and building into our lives the kinds of activities that recharge and renew us. It takes every ounce of energy you can get to love well and love deeply. And we are going to be better at loving people when our fuel tanks are full. I hope you'll start today. Take care of yourself. Do the things that will keep your batteries fully charged. God, I thank you for your word and how it provides examples for us. And I thank you for the example you set in the rhythm of creation that we need to take some time to renew and recharge at least once every seven days. I thank you for the example of Jesus who renewed and recharged and refueled, even though he was God himself, uh, God in the flesh. He needed that. God, may we take care of ourselves so that we can love others better in this new year. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, catch you back here tomorrow. I'm going to share with you another area of love that I struggle with. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 